You right. I just got my neck lit. Yeah. <laughs> like, if that don't scream prison rape, I don't know what does. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. No. Much just like, God damn. Deontay, no. Yeah. <laughs> fight back, nigga, fight back. That felt bad for him. That shit was ugly because then in a post-fight interview, they interviewing him. And this whole side of his face, like right where this shit is, is just bulbous. I was like, ooh, yeah. You he was talking about, like, my team shouldn't have thrown the towel. Like, bro, what fight were you in? <laughs> like, where were you in your mind? Because he was saying, I wanted to go out on my shield. He was right. looking for it. He wanted to just be knocked out completely. Uh-huh. And they was like, nah, nigga, because there's going to be a rematch. Yeah, and also because that man will kill you. That too. Because after that that shot to the ear, his yeah. equilibrium was fucked up. He's his like, legs wasn't he right. He went down so hard. Mm-hmm. like, And he... then looked at the ref like, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you counting, man? Why are you counting? <laughs> the fuck? Like, I know it was that body shot took you down. Right? And That's when like, I knew it was over. Like, oh, fuck. Bow! <laughs> I was like, oh, I feel like he shitting a little bit. Right. Yeah! <laughs> okay, but nah, he don't shots taking He's not going to be like shitting that. for a while. <laughs> that shit was, it was ugly. Dropping out little blood pellets. <laughs> that was Man. ugly. Then yeah. you see where they, uh, they talking about Layla Ali about to come out of retirement to fight Clarissa Shields. If she don't stay the fuck retired for Clarissa dust her ass off. You think Clarissa will win? Clarissa will dust her ass Marge, off. I don't know much about women's boxing. I just know who Layla Ali is. You know what I'm Layla saying? Layla Ali, in her time, 20-some-odd years ago, had this been that time, mm-hmm. I would take Layla Ali. He was trying to be a female foreman. Right. But at this point in the game, you got to cut weight and get your body back right versus somebody who stay ready. Just ready right now. You can call her like, oh, we about to throw these hands. She's like, bitch, I'm, I'm there. Mm-hmm. She, don't, she don't want that. And Clarissa got some hands. The strongest of hands. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this table dusty. My fault, y'all. My fault, y'all. This whole house dusty. So. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, I'll play, I'll play, I'll play. Am I grinding on the table? I do not see Allegedly. So, on that table in the kitchen behind you? Piano? Nigga, you got a point out here. Bro, you're playing like... <laughs> I appreciate you. Directed traffic, like, right. I got food in front of me. Point. This nigga always find the furthest spot away from me. Yeah. <laughs> it's strategic. Mm-hmm. Man. I'm going to move all this shit, and then I'm going to sit down, but then I'm going to need everything that's right. on this side of the room. Right. <laughs> I'm going to need you to do it again for y'all leave. Yeah, we're here leaning back, too. Right. <laughs> Call the plays. Mission control. Terrible. Death. Kitchen. Chance. Couch. <laughs> Um, y'all ready? So y'all get started? Yeah. yeah. Alright, welcome back to the Social Acceptable Podcast. Episode mm-hmm. 60-something. What That's up, though? Episode 66. Yeah. 67. 60-something, bro. 67. 67. Yeah. But um, you can find us on iTunes, Where Spotify, else? Overcast Podcast, and all the other casts for them yams. Double cupped up. Um, you can follow us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at a dope little podcast. And if you want to email us something, or go <coughs> into the cash app. You can, uh, all that is at a dope little podcast. Yo, that's been my shit lately, too. That's that's all's been my shit lately. Bro, that whole Ready Rich album is really a bop. Oh, my nigga, I have that same shirt. That Boom Boom Room is my shit. I'll be seeing everybody rocking this shit, man. But this shit hard. I don't even listen to Ice Cube. But, um, podcaster to my left, would you like to introduce yourself? Push the button. I'm like, damn, what? I'm watching rap battles. 
push the button. Balance my leg. Introduce <laughs> yourself. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah where you, I'm not waiting for him no more. <laughs> 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 Where'd you find this? Snap, who is this nigga? Pan fry? Noodle this nigga. Stupid. Alright, alright. What do you call me from, cuz? It's your boy Barry White. I ain't know. Don't call me Barry no more. Call me Bernard because we grown now. Mm-hmm. AKA Rezzy Miller. AKA Quasi Smoke Draw. My name rings bells. Your bastards. AKA Young Axel Foley. I got that. None of me. AKA Stephen A. Spliff. Smoking weed. Appreciate you. AKA Ruapo Fumador. You better roll that shit. AKA Pastor Blood. I'm rolling up while listening to gospel music, praying, laying hands on your wives. Because it's a with two or three, I got it. So shall he be. Can I get an A gram? AKA 2010 Guwa Belly, your girl loves a brother. While I say, brr. AKA Double XL Cool J. I'm licking my lips at your bitch. I said, I'm licking my lips at your bitch. AKA Young Black and Guilty. At least it's what the Yakul think, aka Keaton Times a stun double and heavyweight. You know, I'm really out here, my nigga. All that about to get started up again. You know, I'm about to it's already on, baby. No, I'm about to be like really participating. Oh, okay. That's what's up. Slime and shit. That's what's up, man. Aka, be your baby mama in that 2K20. Because her check here. Shout out to her. Tax is about to hit soon. Yeah. So I'm about to get that new player. You feel me? She about to throw a 50 bucks in my new nigga, right? Right. And I'm still going to hit her sub with fruit snacks because I'm probably going to lose because. More than likely in the way once again. That's what's up. That's right, though. But your defense is still trash. I got a new nigga coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Wait on it. Baby mama. One badge. Yo, baby mama. Man, what? <laughs> <laughs> Where they call you? Where you from? They call mm-hmm. me Will. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. Will Spliff. A.K.A. Roland A. Swisher, the high performer. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. Don Guillermo El Podcast Poppy. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. Still bringing forward to the company Potluck. I hate those niggas. A.K.A. Billy Two Cups, the Space Ranger. <laughs> A.K.A. <laughs> Young Coinstar A.K.A. Let me get 75 cents on Pump 6 Just trying to get there A.K.A. Dunder Splifflin The people person paper people A.K.A. <laughs> <laughs> your baby mama's word husband Why is that? Because when you XL they spread sheets And that's, that's my, my word. word I ain't a Mac now Just know when you see me through the windows I'm keeping it PC you for the up, podcast bro, I'm gonna be real with you I've been doing this the same way every but Listen, night. listen But it just hit me You're doing it too quick and you doing that part is supposed to be like a slow. You're so you're gonna run back. You're gonna run back. Yeah, right. like being cool about. It. I'm talking like okay. ten o'clock. Late night, 1075. Just hit the quiet story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flip that. You feel me? AKA your baby mama's work. There you go. Don't get shit. Put a little barrel on it. XL, they spread sheets, and that's my word. word. Yeah. But I ain't a Mac, though. Uh-huh. Just know when you see me through the window, Ooh. I'm keeping it PC for the podcast. Mm-hmm. But you know the damn. How you Ooh. like that, man? AKA your clutch Vanderlyn. Because I always got a plan, and my plan B is to make sure that plan A. Okay. Works, aka Young Drip Filet, aka <laughs> AKA Young Pumpernickel. Because I work best when I like freshly baked, uh-huh. lightly toasted, uh-huh. buttered on both sides, a pair with fries. Keep the coleslaw. This is between the thighs. I thought we agreed on a substitute. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it was mac and cheese and mashed yeah. potatoes yeah. now. Yeah. 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 You don't like mine exotic. You <laughs> got <laughs> <laughs> that nut slaw, eh? Call back. Yo, that shit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Get healthy. Uh-huh. Okay. Where you from, brethren? What up, though? It's your boy B, mm-hmm. a.k.a. the EBT Bandit, a.k.a. Professor Finesser, mm-hmm. a.k.a. the walking wet dream because I came from nothing, <laughs> a.k.a. Big Muerte, <laughs> a.k.a. Dope St. Patrick, mm-hmm. give you the word 100% Fuck raw, never stepped on. Fuck Tariq. Where did you have to go, bro? <laughs> 
AKA Grande Liso, AKA Splash Bandicoot, AKA the Business Casual Savage, AKA Hustle Westbrook. What's goody? That's a good one. I like Hustle As we say every week, we step on Stop giving us. Make us the group chat first. Don't do that. Gotta keep niggas on their toes. You know what I'm saying? You see a couple of nights ago where he got uh, ejected for barking at the Golden State Warriors bitch like fuck y'all like skin niggas. I was like, like wait, talk to Golden State like this now, like bro, you know they down bad. Wait till the niggas come back, then talk some shit. Yeah, but yeah, we got a special guest in the motherfucking I, I don't even want to say guest. He had a guest. It's, like like this family, we go right. way way back, way back to the way back. Like way like like way back like four flats. What's the saying? We down like kind of like four flats. Ooh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Okay. We, just, we just go way back. We talking <laughs> yeah, elementary schools before flats. niggas could drop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. man. Well, we we're stay so, in the night at each other's houses. Yeah, yeah, Juice box before that. We talking paddle school. They uniformed up. Nick. The starter jacket. The zipper in the pouch. The quarter zip starter jacket. Oh, God. You already know. There it is. So the baby had, blue and orange calves. Man, we had a group. You remember ABN? Y'all probably don't remember that. Yeah. Bro, you already know. Go back. Mm-hmm. Go back. Uh, you want to say, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, they call, me, they call me James Stowe, a.k.a. James the Poet, a.k.a. <laughs> 007 and 7 eighths. <laughs> <laughs> a.k.a. Dread Durst. Okay, okay. With my band, Pimp Biscuit. <laughs> I fucks with it. AKA Smooth Talker, Fast Walker. <laughs> I like that too. Uh, AKA Rudacris. <laughs> you know, Rudacris. All right. If, if this episode don't come out, uh, I'm taking all the vacations. No, no, this shit coming out mm. immediately. Mm-hmm. And internationally known as the Black Americano. There it is. That's oh, what it is, right? That's there. how. That's that's how you come on. <laughs> Every time you come on, mm-hmm. you come on jokes like this. <laughs> But really? shit, how everybody week been? I feel like it's been a minute since we actually oh, kicked it. Man. I know it's been a minute since we kicked it. Yeah, but as a collective, it's been a minute since we all kicked it. How everybody week been? Man, good, bro. You know, grinding as always. You know what I'm saying on this uh, this 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 weight loss journey and hustle, aka the Big Body Chronicles. Oh yeah, I see you on Snapchat. Hashtag now. moving weight. Yeah, oh, yeah, we man. out here. Oh really? Really, really uh, positive as fuck on that. Yeah, yeah, oh, but also man. encouraging people to wash their ass because. <laughs> oh my need- god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is a shame you have to tell people nowadays. Yeah, it, I mean, it is, though, but, you know. It's, it's a choice, man, you know. Right? Some people just don't, they're not ready for it. They're not I mean, but if that's the case, you shouldn't be ready to get in there and work out, is what I'm yeah. saying, because your priorities is off. <laughs> <laughs> ba- baby steps, baby steps. Everybody takes a different fitness journey. <laughs> Facts. What, what is he doing? I don't know what to, oh, he probably washing it off, bro. Oh. Pause. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> My sink? <laughs> Either there or on your dishes. <laughs> I'm choosing in there. Unless you want to lick it. Pause. <laughs> I'm free washing off in the bathroom. You're good. You're good. How your week been, bro? Yeah, uh, bro. My week been cool. Just uh, stand out the way. Get mm-hmm. my shit together. Finally. Getting out of debt. Welcome to the reflective pod. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, uh, damn. See. You really wrote it up a paper? Yes. Nigga, nobody wants Allegedly. that. Allegedly. Well, then, y'all, well, then y'all don't have to smoke it then. I can... uh, Allegedly. Now I got to cut all this out. Allegedly. Do you? No, I won't because I don't. 
But um, we'll continue on your no, just think about the podcast a lot. Working, it's been work, Uber podcast, mm-hmm. and just trying to level up at each. And then we went out to the um, shout out to Cash Keys. We went out to his listening party last week, and I really realized that like people, our brand and what we do goes farther than what we think. Because, like, just being in a place and people already know who we are and shit like that, like, other creatives that like, I look up to. Niggas don't know who we are unless we're together, though. Well, me, at least. They don't remember but me. But see, and I like, I like that mystery, though. Like, I, I, I look like I don't belong there. I don't like that. I'm in the room. Niggas, like, who is this? And then you come in, like, oh, my niggas. You know what I mean? I hate that. <laughs> that click of, like, they feel like this nigga shouldn't be here until we're together. And it's like, oh, we'll be coming on next. Like, Mirror, I swear to God, I tapped Mirror on the back. I was like, hey, what's going on? She's hey. You got there and it was all love. I'm like, okay, they didn't know who I was. But that's because I have seen her out in public more. That's the difference. Like, I would go. But it's like it clicked for her who I was when she saw me. It was mm-hmm. like, oh, it's that <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Uh-huh. I mean, kidding, play, my nigga. What is Chris without Cross? But then, but then, like, mm-hmm. I, I, see I would never know who Chris is if Cross was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about that. You're, you're Slim Jimmy, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> That is, you get to be the wild card. They'll never oh know what the fuck you do. But that's not. I don't want to be the wild card. <laughs> <laughs> I already know this. We are group. It's not going so well. <laughs> Every group, they need that that glue guy, man. <laughs> There's no Simon without Garfunkel. That's cool. But I'm alright. But um. But I just being up, but I like that though. When people are like, "Oh, wait, what do you do?" Oh, I've heard of you before, and like to me that shit is good. And then just like the people that we were around, because it was like a private event. Cause, you know, we press now, we get invited mm-hmm. to shit. Mm-hmm. And then like normally my social anxiety, I sh- I wasn't even supposed to be there first of all, because like my social anxiety can't oh, get God. hard. I was on I was in Hilliard, but I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna go ahead and show up anyway, try something different. And then me being the oldest nigga in the room, which I realized most places in this creative scene, I'm usually gonna be the oldest nigga in the room. And um, yeah. I say after to talk to a few people and just seeing like the respect our brand gets amongst other brands out there in the community mm-hmm. and like just stepped outside of my comfort zone and just talking to these people that like I admire and look up to and like I just felt like I belonged. The shit was dope. Good. Good. And it just made me want to hustle hard. There it is. And then have a conversation, that conversation we had with Maddie Mo. Just shout out, out to Maddie Mo, the host with the most mojos. You, you already, already know though. I'm just realizing like how much people invest their time into like what we do, and I just want to return on their investment. That's my reflective pop of the week. Okay, we working. Okay. How your week been? Fam? And also, we, tri- we tripping a podcast coming soon. It's cool. It's cool. Cool. That's right. <laughs> no, no, I'm trying to, to say nah. I'm trying some, to decide some bars from Barry. Ain't no bars from Barry, man. Life is like it's slow motion right now. Slow motion. But at the same time. I got to, I got to slow down myself. You feel me? If mm-hmm. that makes sense. Life is slow motion. I got to slow down myself. There it goes. Okay. There it goes. I like that. Okay. I'm out here with these. Not say, even with these. But say what you say out here on Adderall. Like, <laughs> no, I, nah, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Adderall. I try popping Adderall, man. I, it just makes me focus on music a lot more. I feel like like I'm just bored. You hear, you know what I mean? you hear every, every sound. Fucking thing. The rabbit holes, man. Dog, it's crazy. Gotta I went. I listened to like Jay Z. I was like, ooh, I want to listen to the song. He sampled that. Boom, mm-hmm. listen to that. I was like, what other song sampled this song? Mm-hmm. When I started listening to those. The next year, it was just a whole yeah. flood. Well, I'm about to listen to that. this album and find out every fucking sample. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Lincoln Park, Jay Z collabs. Like, oh, some <laughs> shit. Like, but yeah, quick rabbit hole. So yeah, I'm just uh, you know, got some girls on the line. 
trying to be cool. Uh, going on dates and shit. Went to this Thai place. Did y'all go to the good one or to the Americanized one? Went to the Americanized one. Mm-hmm. And they kind of kicked us out. They closed at 9 at 850. She gave me the thank you twice. That's when I was like, oh, okay, yeah, she wants us out of here. Because <laughs> yeah. we got the check at like 8.30. And we sit there talking. Because you know how dates go. And then you sit there and talk for a little bit. <laughs> right. She's, as soon as you got put, she got the check, she's like, all right, thank you. He style walked away. 15 minutes later, he came back. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm like, look this up. Oh, she wants us out of here. She didn't have to refill your water in there. Yeah. Like no, that. She gave us the the, uh, the trays or the take-home bags and was like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> she came back like as I said, my nigga. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I watch your motherfuckers mop and shit. Right. Right. Like, oh, they try to kick us out. What y'all playing for the diet? Right. <laughs> What's the move? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh god. But uh, it was cool. But I didn't, the food was nasty. Nigga. I didn't even take my food home. That's how you know this shit nasty. What your shit right there on the plate? Orange chicken. Yeah, I know. I know. That's not a Thai dish. I know. Yeah. I tried it. I tried her curry. I didn't like that no, shit. No, oh, no, don't do that. I don't, I don't like do that. that shit. It was hot. Yeah, yeah. that's hot. That shit go out the same way. No, Come I, in. I had you, no idea. Green curry. Green curry that's is what nice, she had. nice, safe intro. But it was, whew. like, she was like, you just try it. Just take a little spoon. I was like, have you tried, like, exotic foods before that no, was spicy? No, no. Okay, yeah, yeah, my nigga. You, yeah. you, you got to have that. I didn't see that on there. I was about to get some sushi, but I, that's another story. Um, I was about to get some sushi, but I was just like, nah, not that. Nah, nah. Yeah, that cool. shit hit like a break. You gotta be careful with that. Yeah, yeah right. You gotta stay in game form. That's right. <laughs> gotta ready. be ready. You that curry ain't gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> she brought, she wasn't in game form. We're way too far from the ocean. <laughs> 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 to have fresh sushi? Random. In the middle of winter. Strip mall sushi. <laughs> nah, I'm cool. February? Nah. I'm cool. I feel like that's the right I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah, so, uh, and that shit is expensive. Oh, yeah. yeah. So she's like two dollars for one of them hoes, man. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, what the fuck? Oh, two dollars, is that is that cheap? <laughs> Get out of here with that, that man. That ain't even good sushi. <laughs> not, I don't know what good sushi is. I know I'm I'm cool on it. You spend two dollars on the sushi. That's tilapia, man. <laughs> I was gonna say the invitation crab meat ass. <laughs> you know, it was two dollars for one is cheap. Yeah, that's not good sushi. I would eat that. What? Mm-mm. In February in Ohio, like you said? Yeah, no. Nah. Why is that? Normally, it's like four to six bucks a roll, like at yeah. least. Holy sushi shit. Sushi should be expensive. And that's if you go to the store to get it. Like in mm-hmm. restaurants, good sushi is 20 a plate. Jeez. But it's going to be phenomenal. And, and it's, it's surprisingly filling. Some of those shit on that menu look good. Like I'm reading, like, oh, that don't sound too bad. Mm-hmm. But I'm cool. I'm cool. The waiter tried to hit us with the, is it a one check? I cut my head down like, yeah. <laughs> See if she say something. Mm-hmm. You, you, you always, you always wait. You yeah. kind of like give it a second. Yeah, I like, don't jump. Don't. Like, don't see I know. I was like, <laughs> shit. yeah, it is. Like you know, we gave it a half a second. Mm-hmm. I was like, can can we go half? <laughs> but I don't know. That looked bad. I felt like it does look bad. It unless unless she offers it first, right? Mm-hmm. It looks awful. You said that like ah, that's, ah. Just, that's <laughs> like, tough. Yeah, if, if she let the check sit, like, I, I give it, like, a three-second buffer, just, okay, here you go. Take your time, get into it. Mm-hmm. That's different, though. You in, like, a, mm-hmm. a two-year, you feel me? Oh, no, I still feel guilty. Like, it's... Do you, though? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's that, that shame and pride shit that we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. That, that's been real. I've been practicing that off mic. Hey, that's real, because I've been out with a, with a homie, and usually we uh, get shit to, like, make dinner. So we hit the store the other day, and she was like, oh, I got it. 
And I was like, oh, well, thank you. Right. But then I felt like a whole bitch just standing there watching her pay for shit. Like, they looking at me like, this nigga ain't doing shit. Mm. <laughs> and she be hopping her car, she drive off. <laughs> oh, no, I drive. So they got to, yeah. That's the, that's your mental plane with you. Ain't nobody paying yeah. attention to you, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I got it. You know what I mean? I got to think that way, too. But In general, people are paying less attention to you than you think. Yeah. Sure. And that's my problem, too, because I'll be thinking the same thing. You feel the mask. They're like, oh, mm-hmm. no, I know. I'm Especially, I'll be in all white spaces, too. Like, mm-hmm. cross the street at Graceland, me and her, and I'm just standing there next to her, holding her purse, and she's white. And oh, you hold the purse too, and, and, but I'm high too, so yeah, I'm like, like, you ain't got no type of job. I'm not saying that. You out there like a whole bitch. Oh, you ain't got no job. On a Saturday, I'm high as hell. Person, when she swiped my brain, that's my whole. They looking at you. That's what I catch her. She's strictly here for the sex. That's what keeps her here. My hair long, and I'm just chilling. This way, it's like that's hilarious. She catch it. Don't let it be an old black woman. <laughs> we'll go to some checkout. Just <laughs> like a motherfucker. But how you we been, sir? How you been, sir? Uh, yeah, fuck the I week. mean, like, you know, man, this year has been awesome for me so far. Uh, What's up? I'm working, doing really well at my uh, my job. I moved into a new apartment. Hey. Um, got my bonus coming soon. Hey. <laughs> new romance. And I just had a nephew. Like, I can't. Oh, you winning? You high right now? Man. Yeah, yeah. I really can't complain. I mean, 2019 was a real, real rough start for me to that year, and just to see January 1st of that year to now, it's crazy. So, uh, I had I had something happen, and I'm not gonna go too into detail because <coughs> like putting people on blast, but. Um, Talk your shit. <laughs> there was, can't be real here. There was a uh, take your shirt off. A, a content deal mm-hmm. that happened over the weekend, and it, it was someone that was a personal connection of my high school roommate. Uh, but I was laid off at the company before I could complete the deal, so they went through and made that deal without me. Oh, damn. And neither me or my roommate will ever see a dime from that. Damn. And that would not have happened without us. Damn. And I was watching uh, this show on uh, Amazon, Hunters, uh, that just uh, started airing about... The Nazi Hunters, right? Uh, Nazi yeah. Hunters, yeah. And uh, one of the uh, side characters has this line, and he was like, uh, you know you spend so much time uh, trying to be Robin when you've always been Batman. Mm-hmm. And it just like gave me this thought. Like I, I've, I've, in some aspects, tried to be very complimentary and not step up and take like a leadership role. Mm. And you can only deny your nature for so long and be successful. Very true. So I have to to just start to kind of bring that edge in a bit more and not be as warm and uh, compassionate, I guess, as I am in my, in my social life. How old are you, bro? 30. Thoughts over 30. Yeah, I'm, I'm, like, <laughs> I, I'm really young. Can I, can I snap? Can I snap? That's bad. That's, that's real mm-hmm. shit, bro. You, whew. But yeah, that line, I heard that line. That oh. hit me so hard at that moment because I was like in my feelings about it a little bit about what had happened. And I was like, you know, if I just like kind of like locked down on that, and like really 
really pressed, you know, maybe I could have, have carried that deal through at that time mm-hmm. or retained that contact and then, you know, <coughs> brought it with me. <coughs> Hmm. So it's really like you knew you could have done. You knew you could have done more at that time. It's just. I mean, regardless of how the cards play out, the only thing you can control in a given situation is yourself. Mm-hmm. And finding the point where you are giving kind of your all and being engaged in a moment and an activity, regardless of the outcome, you really can't be mad at yourself for that. You know. So just being more present in in work, in your relationships, and not worrying about where you fall short. Because, I mean, being there is most of the battle. Talk to this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to this nigga. Because the same shit you just said is literally what I've been preaching to this nigga for years now. Uh-huh. Just trying to, you know, but with self-realization, bro. But you, you learned it better late than never, fam. Yeah, and I mean... And it's learning shit like that that makes me feel like my 30s is about to be the best years of my life for it. Trying to tell me. <laughs> like, this, this is the adolescence of your adulthood. That's real. Mm. Hmm. Wow. So it, you're basically starting over, man, in some ways. So everything that came before doesn't really matter anymore. 30s is this weird mesh point where older adults still treat you like a kid. Mm-hmm. But actual kids see you as an old person. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah they do. That's what I call right. that sweet spot of life. Huh? That's that sweet spot of life. And truthfully, with the with the way like society and shit is going now, it's extended from your thirties all the way into your forties to a, a certain extent. Also, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, and the pop culture and the media will kind of like trick you into thinking that there are a ton of like successful people in their like twenties, and that's not the reality yeah. at all. It's like a one. One percent of one percent. Even most of the people on TV you see playing twenty-year-olds are actually in their thirties. <laughs> Facts. Fucking high schoolers are thirty and shit. All of the Marvel superheroes who are men are in their forties. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. <laughs> I'm going through the names so now. Spider Man yeah. still in high school. Doctor Strange. Yeah, Spider Man's the only one. Huh. Tony. Yeah. I never thought about Thor. like that. Yeah, Chadwick Chadwick Boseman's like forty five. Oh, just black don't crack. Yeah, that's know. yeah. But I, I didn't know he was that old. <coughs> yeah, he did a lot of stage work before he actually mm. got on in the movies or whatever. Yeah, he played all all the black heroes. Every last one of them, good, bad, and ugly. <laughs> but uh, that's but no, that's dope to articulate that because I never thought my thirties. I knew my thirties were different. I just didn't know. I never saw it as like the adolescence of adulthood. Yeah. Because if you think about it, bro, your 20s, you spend most of your 20s just fucking up. Oh, my God. Trying to figure yeah. out how you're going to be an adult while not being a teenager. Because mm-hmm. of the stigma of being irresponsible that comes with your, your teenage years or whatever. And to a certain extent, it's excused all the way up until your 30s. But come 28, 29, that's when you start to go, okay, what the fuck am I going to do? Yeah, and then by the time you get into your 30s, you're like, all right, this is what I have to do. And mm-hmm. I feel like there is a distinct pressure put on us as black men. Yeah. Because we're seen as men from the time we're like teenagers. Yes, I was about to say, yeah, 13, 14, mm-hmm. you are a male in the, the eyes of the law. So, like, you're supposed to have your shit together <laughs> sooner than later. And your license. I feel like a lot of my friends who have other backgrounds just don't have that same pressure, you know? I don't, absolutely mm-hmm. not. It's like, oh, you know, you'll figure it out when you do. Whereas, like, <laughs> <laughs> my 
when I was like 17, I was like, Negro, do you have a job? <laughs> what are you doing to earn income? What the fuck? It's like, what, what, what are you doing today? I'm going to school. <laughs> You doing that else? Yeah, that's, that's it. That's, that's it. You're supposed to do it. What else? Work today. <laughs> oh God. Yep. Mhm. That's crazy. Mhm. Yeah. That's that's some real shit. That is some real shit. And on the other side of that, I think our our sisters have a different expectation put on them at an early age. So I would just say, black people in general, we're expected to be further along than everybody else. Though, though at the same time within society it also kind of views us in general as being like a bit infantile mm-hmm. so it's this this like crazy like juxtaposition yep. where like we can't really like fuck up but at the same time we're expected, expected to, to fuck up, up. <laughs> yeah 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 but you know it's we have to start talking about this stuff you know it's not new yeah. it's a shared experience that we all have yeah, and like when you point it out to white people, like, oh, yeah, I guess, I guess you're right. But that doesn't happen unless we, amongst ourselves, can start to be more reflexive about how we have to function within this society. Yeah, you know, so much of it, we just do it. We do it. Just we don't think about it. You know, it's just life. Mm-hmm. If you had to stop and think about it, it would slow you down, grind your day to a halt. Yeah, yeah this conversation is definitely eye-opening. Yeah. Well, you got to talk about it at <laughs> some point. You know, it, maybe just once a week, do like a download <laughs> with your friends. <laughs> Welcome to the Socially Unacceptable Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Uh, yeah. uh, that's our thesis. There it is. There uh, it is. That's real. So, you're a poet? Among other things, yeah. When did you start writing? Uh, believe it or not, I started writing right... Oh, okay. I've always been a bit of a writer, but I started writing in this latest iteration right after the election. Which one? 2008 or 2016? 2016. Okay. I was trying was trying to write like a protest song. Mm-hmm. Okay, backtrack. At this point, I just moved to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I was like crashing in my my friend's apartment on his couch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tried to get this job with this producer, mm-hmm. and I called my parents and said, "Hey, I got this job. Like, send my stuff out to California. I'm gonna make oh. it, baby." <laughs> so they send out like all bags and bags of stuff, like all of my clothes and everything. Mm-hmm. And then literally the next week, that producer went missing. I have not heard from this woman to this day. Damn. So, that's what I said. Sitting on my friend's couch, you know, I've been, like, stashing stuff in their closet, but, like, (laughs) it's not a long-term option. (laughs) It's him and his girl living in a one-bedroom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the election happened. So, like, I'm unemployed in California, and... All of a sudden, the world has just fallen down. (laughs) And this thing that I've spent the last year telling people couldn't happen just did. So we're like sitting in his room. He's like strumming on the guitar, like smoking a joint. And I like, all right, I'm going to write this song. So it's called, uh, I think it's called We We Are All People. I think that's the first poem I wrote. And... It didn't work as a song. 
Mm-hmm. I just like that's not my jam, at least not yet. <laughs> that's something you're right For whatever reason, I, I I love music. I feel like I, I know a lot about like composition in general, but songwriting itself is gonna elude me forever. Mm. But it was a a good poem, uh, and just kept going from there. And then over a span of I want to say like three or four months, I wrote about sixty five or seventy. And the majority of those is what comprises my first book. And that's the um, the couches at other people's houses? Which... Now, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sense, yeah. And during that period, yeah, I was I was couch surfing. I When I got back from England, I was sleeping on the couch at my parents' place in the basement uh, because I had terrible insomnia because the, the time difference changed. Yeah. Because mm. you was out there for how long? Uh, two and a half years. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then I come back, uh, started on the couch there, then went to my friend's couch, <laughs> stayed there for a bit, was on my sister's couch for like a few days in that span, and then finally, at the very end, and uh, that's where the picture on the cover is taken, is on the couch in my apartment. Because mm-hmm. it, it kind of finally came full circle. Mm-hmm. And it was just a, a really weird but kind of magical period i mean i was super broke so i just had to like really lean into different relationships um and my support system really carried me through that period Hmm. yeah you gotta have a good support system especially when when you new environment chasing a dream yeah Yeah. just just trying to survive man yeah and like that's that's the really like crazy thing. Sometimes you just have to hustle so much that you can't really think about your circumstances. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was it was a, a decent a decent time period. And then after that, I started performing a bit around LA. Um, started writing on a blog. Yeah, I bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's why nobody want no J's, nigga. We try to get high. Nigga, we're Talking about pass that around four days. I'm gay. I saw that nigga get hit back. He tried to hit it like a head. Bitch, ask somebody. That nigga got Tyson Fury. Right. I was trying not to make a scene. <laughs> I thought he was just having a moment. I nah, was like, nah, nah. He was nah. trying not to die. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm about to die. <laughs> he was shut Ooh. down. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. We had to. I do have a question for you, though, because you was talking about when you were at that, that low point. Do you feel like uh, that was one of the times you were at your most creative? So, I, I guess the uh, as low as that point, I've definitely had lower points. <laughs> so, I think it just depends on kind of <coughs> what is causing the the lowness to be what the remedy is. Because like this past time, uh, when I was like unemployed for a bit and mm-hmm. I wasn't working and doing Postmates, mm. really not a great period, but I could not write about it. 
because I got tired of writing about the same thing over and over again. Okay. So my condition was so static. Mm. Uh, so I started uh, messing around with the harmonica <coughs> in that time period. And that was, that was so soothing to me. It wasn't something I had any interest in before. Right. But for whatever reason, I picked it up and it just kind of clicked how it should work. And it's really just like breath control. Cause that's just right. I never really understood. Yeah, it. I even thought about like I'm gonna get a harmonica. Pick that shit up. See what's going. I, I saw it. It was in a box. Uh, the girl that I was seeing at the time, she had it just randomly. She had been using the box as a stash box. So I was like, well, let me take the harmonica. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't yeah. use this, right? <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'd play every morning for like 20, 30 minutes. I never really like learned to play any songs, but I definitely mm-hmm. learned like. How to play the scale and notes and that like different harmonicas have different ranges mm-hmm. so there's only like certain things you can play with <laughs> certain harmonicas mm. i feel it that's look low-key one of the reasons i kind of picked up the ukulele mm. just because like just random ass instruments yeah and but it's like it did something for my mental health like i don't know how to play it i don't know how to play like songs or something like that but it was something like therapeutic about yeah just making music making uh, Sound that wasn't my voice. It makes you and it makes you focus on that. Mm-hmm. It's very uh, intensive for your your brain. You know, you can't really like think about other things <laughs> too much. Uh huh. Yeah, facts. Like I don't think about how like stupid I look playing it, or if I even sound good, I'm just having a good time. That's what's up. I asked that question because I've I've seen where a lot of creatives have stated that when they're at their lowest, that's when they generate some of their most creative material just out of more so necessity and hunger than anything. So it's where like that passion meets that, okay, I have to make it. This has to improve so I can get off this motherfucking couch. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I will say, I mean, some desperation has a way of bringing out your best mm-hmm. if you can focus it into that realm. Mm-hmm. You know? If you were able to let yourself be drawn to a particular task. Otherwise, you're just scrambling around and you don't really get <coughs> traction. And that's definitely, um, you have to go through one before you can get to the second one. Very true. Very true. Trust the process. But my second book did come from a, a relationship. Yeah, it, I was about to do a reading uh, in Venice and there was just going back through all my collected materials I I wanted to kind of like do something fresh mm-hmm. that kind of showed where I was at that point not necessarily you know from the beginning mm-hmm. and I just realized like man I chronicled the entire relationship from start to finish like literally like the first few things I wrote about her the first things I wrote to her Stuff from like birthdays, um, and then the stuff from the breakup. And I was like processing it. So you just unintentionally just write whatever you're going through, and then you go back and realize, like, oh shit. Yeah, like, I mean, this it was just naturally, like, yeah. everything I write is always like pretty much stream of consciousness. So mm-hmm. it's whatever I'm thinking at that moment, basically like freestyle. Um, and I write it like almost like I'm writing a rap because it's always about, uh, the structure, like rhyme mm-hmm. schemes, mm-hmm. and you can tell. Like I've, I, I've sent one or two of your poems out to 
a significant other previously. You did not work for But just because of the way you put these, it was like, hey, my friend wrote this. This is dope. I don't this I couldn't articulate this myself, but I feel it. So I was like, I mm-hmm. sent this to you. And it has got me squished before I put it. Hey. <laughs> hey, man. If you, I, want, I, I, you him, I wanted to say that for sure. If you want a custom, like, Valentine's Day joint, like... You know oh. what? We're going to take this off air. <laughs> but thank you. That's yeah, what I yeah, Or a birthday one. There's there's something that I've done a few times. Uh, I call it like channeling. Mm-hmm. Basically like talk to someone about an experience. And then within, I don't know, an hour or so, go back and write about it from their perspective. Mm-hmm. And just see how well you can nail it. Um, and it... It, it can go. It can go pretty well. Like if you know the person, or if you can at least get them to give you enough detail mm-hmm. for you to really feel um, whatever it is, you know. I was about to say that's that's awesome. Cause there's there's a certain level of empathy that goes in with that because you can put yourself in that that person's shoes and just through the conversation piece see exactly what they see, feel exactly how they felt, and then be able to articulate it, even though it's not your experience at all. Like this. It's amazing. Yeah, man, that's dope. Mm-hmm. That is dope. Um, I do have another question for you, Uncle. Um, <laughs> you, you mentioned like songwriting and like rhyme scheme. Uh, what musicians have influenced your writing? Oh, I mean, as these two well know, like I'm a I'm a hip hop head like for okay. life. Okay, I feel like our group of close friends are all like really <coughs> like. And I, I love, like, really, really lyrical rappers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of, the first, one of the first times I actually thought about someone doing it consciously, like, on that level, was uh, I was watching a genius breakdown of uh, Earl Sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. And Earl Sweatshirt is, like, linguistically one of the dopest rappers. Like, he, he does a lot of... Um, <coughs> he has a way of rhyming... <coughs> different uh couplets within like rhyme schemes like he'll nest Mm -hmm. rhyme schemes so like the initial rhyme will start here there'll be four or five bars that like you don't really think are connected and then he'll end it like a few later Mm -hmm. and then there'll be like different uh couplets within that structure Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's oh man it's crazy like they broke it down and it it was like a crisscross all over and it was just like wow Oh, talking about the colors where they uh, highlighted. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 I mm-hmm. seen that shit. So he was one of the first ones, and I started to think about it, and you know that's the trend among the rappers that I keep going back to uh, year after year is like great, great lyricists, um, guys who like really tell a story or use the English language in a way that is completely theirs. Mm-hmm. Who's your top five? Ooh, any order, the top. any any order that that like I don't know if I, I, just your I, favorites. Top five favorites, I feel like is a yeah favorites. Line. We ain't gotta go greatest. I'm playing favorites. That's, yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, that's a narrow. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, believe, I don't well, believe in the you top know, five. The first, the first one that popped in my head, uh, so I'll go with that was currency. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Everybody loves currency. Bro. I I love currency. The like, way he bro, raps, like, raps, he, yeah. he he is so consistent. He can't really do hooks. But he's really consistent. Yeah. Um, he can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Wale, 
I mean, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He doesn't get enough I'm, respect. As soon as you said poet, I was like, I'm waiting to hear him say. I've been in, I, I lived in D.C. And, right. like, I mm-hmm. I was there when Wally was coming up. He yeah. would perform at all the teen clubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was really go-go inspired at first, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember you telling Ooh, me about him. I'm like, and just, yeah, he yeah, reps cool. D.C. so hard. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, it has been so good for the city. Uh, so big ups to Wally. <laughs> yeah. oh, he like, don't get enough Wally. respect, but... Yeah. You say something, his name gets mentioned all the time, you know what I mean? But, because, I, I don't know, I had somebody tell me it's because he act like a fuckboy. And I'm like, that's crazy to me. <laughs> like, you would even think about that based off some nigga's music. You don't even know him personally. You know what I mean? Right. Like, just, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Jesus Those Christ. Those are the assumptions, yeah. Yeah, they always have those at him, though. I don't know personally, so I wouldn't speak to you about it. Just, but I way, did. what his music did for me, that's really all I know about why. And he does try to press people. <laughs> <laughs> he pressed somebody at the game. But I mean, I don't know. I'm competitive too, so I understand. Hey, he's pr- he's put a lot of strippers through college and med school though. So yeah, yeah. Oh my god. There no hands. Hell yeah. <laughs> Think about what that did. Okay, so you got currency, Wale. Wale. Yeah. Who else we got? Big crit. Yeah, wow. yeah. That's, day, my, that's my that's my favorite one, artist. Big yeah, 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 yeah. Say less. Yeah, that's my personal favorite artist. Of it's, all time. it's just phenomenal. Uh, recently, like uh, I like Run the Jewels a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they're dope. Killer Mike, Tyler the Creator. Really, really respect that dude. Uh, yeah. ASAP Rocky. Oh, okay. Also. <clears throat> For slightly different reasons. I mean, they're not quite up there lyrically. Mm-hmm. Though Tyler's getting there. Yeah. Just all around, Tyler's getting mm-hmm. there, man. His 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 progression has probably been the most impressive, I think, than any artist that I've seen across their career. Yeah. If you like, go back to Bastard and he, he, Goblin. He grew yeah. up. He yeah. really grew up. Yeah. And I, I respect that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, What's that one album he had? Was it Wolf? Uh... Well, it's just him on the cover. He had that song with Frank on there, Beamer. Yeah, I think that was Wolf. I think that's my... That's that the shit with VCR on it? Yes. <laughs> like, that's, that's my fucking <laughs> butt, <baby. laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite Tyler Yo, album. Tyler was Because from start to finish, that, press like, in a story he told the one, it was Oh. Wild. Like, that was dope. Frank Ocean, too. Frank Ocean is <laughs> lyrically, like, so crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So crazy. Frank is definitely up there. But, I mean, I've got a really, really diverse, like, music taste at times. And it really depends on what my vibe is mm-hmm. at that point in my life for what I'm going through. Yeah. So what's your vibe right now? Now, it's right kind now. of been, like, hip-hop, kind of, like, ratchet stuff. Because <laughs> I've been single for a bit. Yeah, you gotta have some fun with it. <clears throat> But now that I'm starting to settle down a bit more, mm-hmm. uh, it's probably gonna go back to more like R and B, like what, yep. mm-hmm. softer stuff. That's funny. That's what niggas do. But you do still. You yeah, have that stuff for the gym, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And like, I'll, I'll, I'll you know, uh, my roots are in the south, so I always loved like the the eight oh eights and like mm-hmm. the, the trap. Like, mm-hmm. I can't help it. <laughs> I really can't. Speak to your soul, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it speak to your soul. That's what's up. But being being on the West Coast is great for music. You probably like, get all like 
the new shit out there. Just yeah. Everything. Everything as soon as it comes everything. out. And it's for movies too. Mm-hmm. And I, I love it. I love being on the pulse. Like feeling like I'm in the know. Hmm. And I get paid Tap to in. do that. Yeah. Yeah. I get paid to do that. Can you, can you talk about your job that you got? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, well, what do you do? Because when you describe to us, it sounded super cool. You watch... So, I... I My official title is uh, Manager of Growth and Development. And what I, what I do on a day-to-day basis is I basically speak with platforms like... Uh, not not as much like Hulu and Netflix on a day to day basis, but like Walmart has a uh, two platforms that I, I talk to, uh, Roku, um, Redbox. Um, we have about forty platforms that we work with. Hmm. There's, there's still a Redbox around? Yeah, they're still, still out there. Oh, they make bank. What? Yeah, they get they get because <laughs> there's no other place to rent movies in person. You see, they people they, still rent movies in person. It was yeah. the wild thing to me, like yeah, because people, everybody, the the newer age is up on streaming, right? But yeah, some of your average Joes they make bank. I guess yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. your internet isn't good enough for you to have streaming, right? So you gotta go rent your movies. That makes sense. Okay, some DVD got like free content. There's there's a, there's a big demographic. It's uh it's not growing, but it's they just close the family video there. down the street. The one, uh, what I used to work See, at. See, that's in my mind, it's happening to all of them. You run out. Yeah, yeah. my fault. We sidebar. So, that would get me around. So, yeah, I spend time talking to them. I'm always researching new platforms all over the world. And uh, we, to some extent, will pitch content to platforms. Hmm. So, if our clients say that they would like to go, you know, we make that, make that, uh, that call, that intro. If it gets picked up, they get money. Oh, so y'all just introduced like, yo, oh, I fuck with them. Yeah, and uh, I mean, all of our uh, all of our fees are up front, so it's not it's not like we're taking the, any back end off anybody. Nah, that's pretty sweet though. That is cool, guys. Little child. And our, our company works with like independent studios and then big studios as well. Hmm. Like we did all the asset deliveries for Lionsgate and. Um, Pretty much everyone in the in the, the top tier. So, what kind of content do y'all look for to pitch? Uh, right. I mean, right now, everyone wants true crime. That's a really big one. Hmm. So, like, uh, true detective. No, no, no. Like, like, like true, like reality crime stories. Oh, um, okay. Make a murder, like yeah, snapping like shit. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like that, that that type of stuff tends to do pretty well right now. Horror always does pretty well. Uh, comedy, if it's like broad. Hmm. Um, it's 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 much easier to tell you like what not what doesn't do well. <laughs> so so you like watch these things and say yes or no or. If I create a show right now, give it to you. You slide it off to Netflix. Is that how that works? With fees up front and all that. Yes, but Netflix does not. Their Netflix is very choosy. Very choosy. Hmm. Gotcha. 
So no. I, I, would, I would advise against it. <laughs> I try to be as honest as possible about what prospects are for different stuff. It's like you gotta be. I mean, also, you could tell them like, nah, this ain't going. I'm like, nah, fuck out of here. The reality of it is that if you know, it's done by the time I see it. So it's not like you can make any changes. Right. It's it's a sunk cost. You know, you kind of you hope that it's like it's like a child, you know? You put all this time and money into it and care and all these people came and helped raise it. Uh and then once it's out there, you know It's done. It's done. There's nothing you can really do. You can put more money into it and try to give it the best chance to succeed, but it's still always going to be up to the audience and whether or not it connects with them, whether or not it comes out in a time where it can be seen. Mm -hmm. Like all the movies that are being affected now because of the virus in China. Mm -hmm. So Movies are affected by that? Yeah, certain types of movies. What? Big international movies, yeah, because mm-hmm. they depend on the foreign box office to make their money back. If they're not going out and shit, they can't. Oh, yeah. shit. And certain content. We're talking about that. hundreds of millions of dollars gone. Just on the shelf. Or, gone, like you said, gone. Like, uh, what's, one, what's the one movie I didn't realize until I got into college? Like, Bir- Birds of Prey, actually, it was probably going to get hurt by that. Because that would have really boosted their performance. Because it's only been doing so-so here. Have you seen that? Yeah. Is it good? Yeah, it was much better than Suicide Squad. Really? And that made like $400 million. Suicide <laughs> Squad was so ass bad. Yeah. Have y'all seen that movie Parasite? I yeah. want to see it. Twice. I, heard, really, Twice. I, I just watched it last night. Is it good? I had. Oh, yes, it was great. But like, <laughs> I watch everything. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, need to watch Parasite, it was, I didn't, But I didn't realize that movie was that popular until... <clears throat> Um, the awards. Yeah. See, I seen it when all the I heard about it, and mm-hmm. I heard Joe Rogan talking about it. I think somebody, and then the awards came, and they just like cleaned, cleaned up. up, and I'm like, the, the oh, it's a good fucking movie. Then okay, the U.S. distributor, thirty million dollar investment, Jeez. and they got the bag. Yeah, thirty million investment. Cause that's a that's a good fucking movie, and that'll run probably until like the summertime. <laughs> so it's not yes. like. They're going to stop cashing those checks anytime soon. And it's already on demand right now. So you got but, dual income streams coming in. Oh, so they're still making money in a box office and... Mm-hmm. Damn. I was about to say, that's the same shit. Uh, what's the movie? Ooh, maybe 10, 15 years back. Slumdog Millionaire. You remember that? Mm-hmm. I didn't see it. That shit did the same thing. Like, it For cleaned real? up at the awards and then people got hit to it and it killed. Dude, nice come up off of that. Yeah, that was a studio movie though. But like, I had the same feeling for Parasite that I got when I watched Uncut Gems for the first time. Mm. Uncut Gems. Like, I, that was uh, that was the I level. Guess you've seen that. Yeah, their uh, their last movie's really good too. Oh, uh, Good Time. Yeah. Yeah, she's crazy. Yeah, that shit's that. wild. Crazy. It's on it's, Netflix now. It's but. such an intense movie. Yeah, <laughs> from start to finish. <laughs> from start to finish. <laughs> like, it's like, like stressful. Yeah, <laughs> the music and the score makes it more stressful. Like it's just too much. At man. least like the dude sleeps in Uncut Gems. Yeah. Like. <laughs> You right. Good time. It was just uh, straight throughout the night going. Wow. Man, I tried to social. Yeah, I social. Nineteen Seventeen is like that. Oh, that, that movie was good. Wild. Yeah. I didn't see that. that. Mm. I like the. Was it just one shot the whole movie too? Right. Yeah. I mean, it, 
it's it's not actually one shot. Right, right, right. But that's they made it look like right, right. That shit was nuts though. Yeah, from the moment uh, the first like yeah, the rats. Like, All right, get your get somebody. Let's go. <laughs> like, right now, right, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> well, here we go. I, I was I was watching that. I was like, man, being an actor must really suck sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that first rat scene fucked me up, and I was just like, yeah, yeah in it to the end. Oh, and now like, because I I'm usually like him. give it the first fifteen, yeah. like, all right, might have to get. Caught up in the first fifteen in that movie. Yeah, Edge of My Sea. I didn't even watch the whole thing. Yeah, no, I went to the movies to go see nineteen seventeen. Like, go, you gotta watch it because the trailers look cool. Like, um, what was the other one movie that came out with Tom Hardy and Oh Dunkirk? Fuck? Dunkirk, mm-hmm. that shit was fire too. Whatever movies look like that, I'm. I, I thought it was just okay. I was about to say real. When, whenever like movies Dunkirk. get hyped like that, I tend to like Dun- stay away until I can. I don't like this. My my problem with with Dunkirk, and I, I mean this isn't a hot take, but like it's a movie about a retreat, you know, which is still only so exciting because like <laughs> they still lost. Yeah, you don't you don't see them like get their comeback. You know, they tell you in the end, like in like the the post credit scene. <laughs> so like the whole thing is like uh, basically a, a tragedy movie. Yeah, yeah. Even Tom Hardy, even you find out like Tom Hardy is like in the movie, and then like he <laughs> dies. <laughs> That's the reason I went to go see. <laughs> like, oh man, he's been in the movie the whole time. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I like that shit. I would just see it again, but like in theaters, it was like okay, that's cool. I, I thought I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was like the Bro, greatest thing. Mm-hmm. But I I I do see a lot of movies. Not as much as I used to, because it's shifted more to television. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because that's kind of the way that the business is shifting. But there was one year, I think, where I saw about 1,500 films in a year. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, man. That's crazy. Yes, you know, you know how many days you just five. sit just watching movies in? I, just, uh, I saw two movies this week, and that's a lot for me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just like I would do things for film festivals or like I would be evaluating for uh, my internship or just like passion. Mm-hmm. Hearing about cool things and wanting to check it out. Do you uh, have a favorite uh, genre of film? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, it's just got to be interesting. Do you have a favorite movie? No. Like this all time, just all time. No, I mean, I know that's hard, but I feel like I don't know. And I'm, I'm not someone who likes to rewatch movies for the most part. Mm, that's how I am. Yeah, I have watched fifteen hundred. You don't have time to. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's not really about that. I just have really good recall most of the time. Uh, and if I really like them, like they're still pretty vivid in my mind. Mm-hmm. I just maybe forget like. Um, not necessarily forget that actors are in certain roles, but I see actors in early roles that are now more significant in my mind, you know? Yeah, yeah. I did a lot with uh, Don Cheadle. Yeah. A lot of his early works with a lot of the smaller parts or bit parts or just, just like, who the fuck Boogie Nights. That movie is ridiculous. Yeah. Early Don Cheadle. That, uh, what the fuck I've is The Devil that. Wears a Blue Dress? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is that with Denzel? Yeah, yeah. He, plays, he plays Denzel's homie in that mm-hmm. motherfucker. That was Don Cheeto. Yeah, see what I'm saying? Like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's like a brick. Like, <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, 
But like, you know, you know, also like what you can take away from that. What's that? Shit doesn't happen overnight. Yeah, that is real. Yeah, that is very real. Um, do you have a a favorite actor at all, or actor that you prefer? Mm, not really. I mean, it's like you know we. We had so few black actors like, growing up, you know? Yeah. It wasn't a, a big list to pick from. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Sidney Sin, Poitier is like a legend. Oh, I was about to say, that's... that's I, I, saw, I saw him speak before. That was super cool. My dad dragged me to that. And at the time, I was like, man, whatever. To this day, I'm so grateful that he did. Yeah. I also saw Dick Gregory Word. before he passed. Yeah. Shit, damn. That was, that was cool, too. How many people walked out? Dope. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's why Zeke is a team. I was like, yeah, that did happen. You were working out. That was fun. That was fun. I've gotten to to go to a few talks like that. I I actually met John Singleton right before he passed. Really? Yeah. Just on on some random stuff. Went to a screening of a documentary about the. Uh, the Watts riots, mm. and he was there because he was like one of the exec producers. Okay. He was in the bathroom with me. <laughs> Red. <laughs> Red. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. It was cool. Uh, Marvel or DC movies? Marvel. I was about to say, can you really even? Yeah, you never know. Do we still you know what I mean? He watched a lot of movies, bro. You know what I'm saying? But like, that, that being take. said, like. There are some good DC movies. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Dark Knight I mean, Aqu- trilogy. trilogy, the the Aquaman movie was actually pretty solid. That I one thought. was good. Uh, Wonder Woman was that. good. Wonder Woman was good. Um, the first, uh, what is it, the most recent Superman remake? That one wasn't bad. Oh, Man of Steel. Yeah. yeah. Man of Steel was dope. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was, it was dark, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen Brightburn? You've probably seen that. Yeah. That shit was dark. Oh, yeah, like Superman that. was crazy? Yeah, as a, yeah. As a teenager. Though, like, he's 12, 13 years old, man. Fucking shit up. Actually, <laughs> underrated superhero movie, Chronicle. I really like that yeah. movie. Chronicle. Chronicle. Chronicle with, uh, with three, Michael B. Jordan's in yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, with the three boys that get that get the powers or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Why the fuck I don't That came out when I worked at Family Video, and I used to play that shit on this thing all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's dope. like the birth of a superhero. I mean, it's... He, always, he always dies in superhero movies. <laughs> he do. The only one he makes it in his uh, Fantastic Four, and that like was trash. they should let the movie die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, 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 that shit has so much potential. I know. Silver Surfer and everything, like they tried. It's terrible. That's because that that was at the time when they was just cashing them out early two thousands after X Men hit and did oh, numbers. Bro. They was just pumping them out. Fox, Fox was just like a. They, they had a, some growing pains in that time. They did. Cause you remember that terrible Catwoman movie they did with Halle Berry. Mm-hmm. Only good thing about that was that Halle Berry was scantily clad. That was the oh, only thing I was. Costume design. Yeah. Yeah. But Marvel had some stinkers too. If you go back and look at. Shit, Black Panther was a stinker, ain't it? First off, watch your tone. It's still, <laughs> it's still Black History Month. I was, I'm going through the Marvel movies, watching it. Skip that one. I was oh, like, oh, you wouldn't watch that. I like, shit. I like Black Panther. I, I, the I, second that Iron Man. Trash. That nigga sparred the whole time. That was that was it. Was play fight. The only real fight. The only real fight they had was Michael B. Jordan. He played fight uh, with Chadwick, and that was cool and shit. But uh, that was 
I'm cool. The set design in that. Oh, so like, yeah, the soundtrack was Costume. Black Panther. I'm not going. Forrest Whitaker. I must be ready to receive. Okay, Black Panther. I was like, what is this accent, man? It was awful. I was like, at least recycle the Idi Amin one that you did. Like, What is this? Mm-hmm. That wasn't his best role, but he's he's a phenomenally diverse actor. Yeah, I, I think mean, he slept on. He's a legend. I don't I don't think he slept on. I mean, he's definitely like <laughs> cashing checks. I'm talking about when people list black actors, Forrest Whitaker usually isn't the first person brought up. Except for that Academy Award, though, man. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he got Academy Award for what? For uh, was that Last King of Scotland? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 I've seen it. Cause off the top, you know, Denzel's easy, but then after Denzel, it gets to the recency bias. Yeah. Mahershala, back to back jacks, baby. <laughs> Yo, Mahershala is a beast. And man. the goat Octavia. Who was that? Octavia Spencer, man. She what don't even mean? leave the house unless she's getting nominated. Yeah. Uh, Heavy set black lady. She won for the help, and then she yeah. won the year after. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She put the poop in the pie, right? And she was really hurt, yeah. and then Viola, Viola. Is that Ma? Was she Ma? Yeah. yeah. Viola Davis is somewhere ugly crying on cue. You know oh, what I'm they, oh, the struggle man. cry, the no. snot, and just snot and just liquid just flowing from her face. I'm like, be a beat. That's so nasty. She made the whole room sticky. It's a skill. How you feel about Interstellar? Huh? Yeah, I like that movie. I mean, Matthew McConaughey. I don't. No, I know it's random, but we had. That's one of my all-time favorites. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't love the ending, mm. but I do like the journey to get there. And when when Matthew McConaughey like reigns it in, like mm-hmm. he's really good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, he's just kind of like all over the place. Have you seen The Gentleman yet? No, I haven't seen it yet. I want to go see that one, man. It looks good. Isn't the guy Richie who directed it? Yeah, it's been on my list. I yeah, just yeah, haven't yeah. I haven't had a chance. I mean, there have been other things that kind of took priority. Uh, most recently, I saw... I guess the last movie I saw was The Farewell. I saw that last week. That was pretty Oh, good. with uh, Aquafina. Yeah. And That's then, crazy. That's how she came, bro. Prior to that... Aquafina came up. I saw Birds of Prey, which is fun. It's actually really fun. Fun, okay. That's yeah. a different way to describe it. Fun. Yeah. Because I go to Fast and Furious to have fun. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't give a fuck about I, story. I enjoyed it. It, it. it didn't have like any like real takeaways from it. You know, right. I would see another movie with those characters in it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Have fun. And I like the decision to make it rated R, honestly. Good. I think a lot more comics or comic movies should be rated R just because if you actually read the stories there's some grimy shit going on just like I mean it should be true to character right you know like Shazam can be can be PG PG PG-13 like you can keep Spider-Man in that range too cause well I guess Spider-Man does have some dark. but this Blade remake like needs to be rated R (laughs) it has to be it has to be there's no way it can't be it's like it's so gory yeah he's a vampire half vampire or the the uh, uh, Morbius movie. Yeah. Is that what? Uh, oh, yeah. With Jared Leto? Yeah. He doesn't look bad in that, bro. I saw that. Yeah. 
I want to see what this new Batman looks like. I've seen the stills of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about Robert Patterson being Batman. Even though I loved him in Good Time. I'm not Because I didn't expect him to be that. I'm blind. not going to uh, prejudge because with Batman movies, I've learned every time I prejudge, I miss the mark. Because when I first heard Heath Ledger was the Joker, I was like, Brumpback Mountain? <laughs> the <laughs> so fuck? I didn't, a Night's Tale? I didn't yeah. know shit Wednesday? about Heath Ledger. You know, a Night's Tale was my shit. Though. I had no you, idea The only like, really, really miscast Batman probably was... Uh, George Clooney. Yeah. That was in the nineties though. That was a wild time. And and the Val Kilmer one was was like pretty bad. That's the one with the nipples on it. (laughs) Yeah. And it didn't help that they was following Michael Michael Keaton's Batman was cold. Yeah, he was he was good. He was good. The movie was the movie was kinda campy, but like he was good. Um, Michael Keaton. That's crazy. Yeah, right. Just watched him on a what that what was that Observer Report? No, that's not that. Oh, are you talking about the nice the the other guys? Yeah, <laughs> I just yeah. saw that. Saw the shit in Batman. Just kept dropping, kept dropping the TLC. Yeah, he's yeah. yeah. got a creep. <laughs> creep. <laughs> you said it twice. You said it twice. Enjoy <laughs> 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 that shit. That's one of my favorite. I love that. That shit hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg is is really good at comedy. Yeah. I just recently saw the joint he did uh, with him and I, I forget the lady's name where they they adopt these three kids. Yeah, it I've came out within the last year. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I can't. It's something family called. like new blending family or some some shit like that. But he's fucking hilarious. For it. real, hilarious. Yeah, there's a scene where he finds out the adopted daughter is uh like been texting and doing like she was sending like naked pics and getting dick pics and all that. He pulls up to the school, true father mode. Thinks it's this little redhead boy. Pulls up on him and was like, "Come on, you want to talk shit?" Pull out your big hairy plums that you were sending to my daughter. <laughs> and then he was like, no, that's not me. She was actually talking to the janitor. And Mark Wahlberg's face goes, the grown-ass janitor? Hold on. <laughs> I was dead. What? I was dead. I was like, no, nah, I'm cool. I'm good. No, he's really good at comedy. I think he would be just because he probably, he plays a straight role and shit all the time. You know what I mean? Where the cop or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. <sighs> he's got a burger chain. Called Wahlburgers. Yeah. Him and his brother, right? His brother, yeah. He owns like a car lot here <laughs> in Columbus somewhere. Don't they got a show about it too? Yeah. yeah. You got yeah. a show. About Several it. streams of income, bro. That's nah. Long line. What was the show that was about Mark Wahlberg that he had? Entourage. Mm-hmm. Was that like loosely based on his life too? Yeah. That's, that's one of the first shows I ever watched that like made me start watching like television series. Because like my roommate in, when I was in Bowling Green had him on DVD. Mm-hmm. So like one day I just sat and watched the entire first <coughs> season into the second season. It's such a bad show. Like, <laughs> but it, it like introduced me to television. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just like none of the like, characters like really grow. They're all, they're all basically the same people at the end. And the main character, you know, obviously like the show isn't about him. Mm-hmm. But his character has zero growth. He's mm-hmm. like... The same, like, generally, like, aloof guy the For entire sure. time. Never really settles down, you know. Um, but to see, what's his name, Turtle come up to Proctor on Power? <laughs> yeah. Whoa, <Yeah>. down. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, man. How you feel about Game of Thrones? So, I, I always liked Game of Thrones, but to me it was never, like, the greatest show ever. So I wasn't as emotional as everyone else was about the ending. Mm-hmm. I thought, I thought while it felt a bit rushed, I understood the factors behind that, <laughs> and thought that they did the best that they could. Niggas were pressing them. That show had gone way, way uh, 
high in terms of budget. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it was so popular for HBO that, like, there's no way they could, like, not do it. Mm-hmm. But, like... Multiple dragons? Come on, guys! Like <laughs> that's a lot of work, man. It's a yeah. lot. It's a lot of people in a, in a room on a computer for hours rendering that, and all those battles that had to be staged, like the Battle of Bastards. Like they shot that over like that days. Was, <laughs> that show was amazing. Yeah, that was probably one of the best episode nines that show had. So, you know, I, I really can't complain because they delivered some really impressive visual set pieces towards the end. And the final siege of King's Landing was pretty satisfying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she burned that shit down. Yeah. I, I, think I, don't, I don't blame her. It was all. just, I think the they kind of fucked themselves when with the, uh, the White Walkers and that uh, plot line because there just wasn't much... Uh, it was they were just evil, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There wasn't much to their motivation, mm-hmm. so it it didn't have the same stakes as the rest of the conflicts, you know. Hmm. But visually, it was so cool yeah. that you're kind of like, more. yeah, we want more, <laughs> we want more, we want more. Yeah. And that was such a release when you actually got the ending. And then had all those plot lines still to resolve. You're like, oh, okay. Well, they can't be as satisfying anymore, you know? Because mm-hmm. you still had, like, two episodes to go. Hell yeah. But, you to know, you know everyone around the world squealed with delight <laughs> when Arya stabs the Oh, my God. What? Oh, most definitely. Hell what? yeah. I was in my room cheering. <laughs> Everybody. Kill that nigga. <laughs> Geeked up, man. Because you don't see that shit come, you just see the hair just move a little bit. Flop, yeah, man. She dropped the knife. But those, those those guys took so much flack about that. So much. But like, they about also... killing them or just the ending? But when you turn on Game of Thrones the for the first season. time, mm-hmm. the first scene that you see is a White Walker. Yeah. So I felt like off top, they're like, oh, okay, this is what we're getting into. That's what I initially thought the show was going to be about. Mm-hmm. So for seasons upon seasons, I'm waiting for these White Walkers to show up. Yeah, like, where, where they at? They, yeah. <laughs> what happened? They know? gave it to the first scene of the show, they take a head off, lay out dead bodies. Like I'm just like, oh shit, it's just about to turn into something. Because that, that, uh, that can happen <laughs> sometimes. In pilot episodes, there can be things that like get thrown out and never appear again. And yeah, they already got me because... They had a really good commitment to their own their own Bible. And I mean... They had to formulate the ending on their own, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the books weren't finished. They so had a roadmap up until that point, and they knew generally how it was going to end. They just didn't know what the details to the ending would be. Hmm. Okay, okay. You need to watch this show, bro. And I'm of course, gonna, like, give it a look. George R. R. Martin's going to get the bag now because... Oh <laughs> he got the real what? ending. Yeah, he's got the, he's got the secret ending. <laughs> yeah. It's like the Snyder cut of, of Justice it's League. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's out there. We all know it's probably better than what we saw. Hands down. Hands <laughs> down. But we also know we might never see it in our oh, lifetimes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I got a question for you to take it back to your, your poetry piece. Are there any particular poets that you tend to like liking your style too or influence you? No. No? 100% no. (laughs) 
I mean, I'm, I'm just being honest. My mm-hmm. inspiration really came from music. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I there have definitely been poets that I've admired over the years, but I can't say there's anyone who's, like, poetry I could recite. Because, you know, we went to a, a Christian school. Like, we recited Bible verses. Mm-hmm. Facts. Like, they weren't, oh they, weren't my God. they weren't giving us poetry all like that. Oh, my God. And see, I think I'm, yeah, I'm the only one here who only went to public school. So I never experienced it. No, I went to public school in 11th grade. I Late to the game, nigga. <laughs> I, I did too. I went to public school twice. I went to, oh yeah, to Maryland. Man, Maryland was fun as fuck, bro. When I came out there, every time I smoked, I smoked this first. This thing for the first time out there at the park. Yeah. Dance battle his friend lost. <laughs> 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 nigga ate me up. <laughs> he's he's so nice. Yo, I was I was at his uh, his wedding, and him and his brother were both like. Doing all this shit, and I was like, throw it back to James, and I was like, why? <laughs> I'm trying to have a good time. <laughs> when we were dancing, like doing a two step with my sister. Right. Like, bust a move, James, bust a move. Niggas break my Don't do this right now, man. <laughs> why I'm trying to have a good time. <laughs> The sentiment there mom. was so genuine. Uh, for like football, man. <laughs> you can't do it. You really can't. If you if you don't dance, you mm-hmm. cannot mm-hmm. have a break to answer a friend. Yeah, man. And if you do, you guys can't go out to the club Trump's together. Uh uh-uh. uh uh-uh. uh. gonna kill you. You gotta step you gotta, away. You gotta yeah. come up with excuses for like why you're not dancing. Like yeah, yeah. Pull my, <laughs> my hamstring on the way in here. I'm sorry. I ain't got the right shoes on. I can't. Get <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got on Tim's. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> Yeah, I got Tim's on. I can't. Yeah, you know, I really, I really can't though. You know. No, any other day though. I can just like two, two step in my Tim's. That's all I got. Yeah. That's funny as hell. But yeah, that shit was. That shit was fun times, man, out there. Fucked up my all white New Balances. Bro, I looked at a picture of me when we went to the Maroon Five concert. Do you remember what I wore, bro? Like at all? Oh, you probably don't. (laughs) Five X baby poop. <laughs> the, yeah, it was the picture you showed us the picnic <laughs> shorts. <laughs> <laughs> the whole white new balances. Now, now looking back, now oh, like oh. the fashion in that time period was so bad. The tall T phase. <laughs> it was so trash. Like dresses, <laughs> For no reason. Oh, you had on several because you had to have the collars that oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the colors. No, you had to have the T underneath of it that dropped yeah. right below it. That's yeah. how you was leveled up, you hear me? That's the shoes. I tell that story all the time. Us two, like, big ass dudes in the front row at a Maroon 5 concert. I, I shit you that. There was a moment when his eyes locked on our section and the confusion. <laughs> I swear I told like, you what that shit was. Like, what? what the fuck is this? And we, we were both like, <laughs> <laughs> kept screaming, man. It was so dope. <laughs> to this day, that was an amazing show. It was. Great show. This, Great this show. man at one point was like... He had a guitar, and then like this drum set came out of nowhere, and then it elevated, and he's standing on this platform with the snare and the guitar at the same time. Going crazy. And we were like, what? Going <laughs> crazy. Yeah, Adam Levine was nice. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah. All that. Yeah. Then the highs. The, uh, remember Sarah Barrales, whatever her name was? Yeah, she Sarah Barrales, like way before she got Bro, big. Huge, like, it's crazy. That was her first tour. Yep. The, uh, oh, what's the love song? Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, you love probably, song. That's what it's called. That's what it's called. Yeah, <laughs> 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 
is now a uh, a Tony Award winning song. We saw that shit on the first tour. Shout out to her, man. She winked at me. I tell people that all the time. <laughs> Who I was in the first, like, first three rows, nigga. Of course you when we got I'm the only nigga there surrounded by white women. And I'm like, 5X baby boutique. You gonna see me, nigga. <laughs> 5X polo, you know what I mean? Like, and the reason it happened was because, like, they they oversold the same ticket. Like, even back in 2007, <laughs> Ticketmaster was janky as fuck. That's fun. They scared my shit. was like, oh. <laughs> One second. So they were like, yeah. Like, we're gonna move you to the front. And it, he, he looked at me and he was like, like the first two acts and I was like I told other right the seats open over here it's just a whole bunch of white women just, like, like, just walk like, up just walk up just come just yeah, come yeah, just walk like, up bro it's like nobody's come man it's like it, at that point it'd been the first like two acts <laughs> so I just slid through no one said anything two niggas third row group five <laughs> Standing out like a motherfucker. Y'all niggas never look like all spots in a glass of milk. Dog. I can't. Dog. I can't. I'm telling you. Like yes. you said, the look of confusion on Adam Levine's face. Because I'm pretty sure he's never been to a city with two niggas. It's never that. It's like tees and faded calves. It's like back then I used to always rock this uh, DC fitted cap. <laughs> I had a red one and a blue one. Oh we were just talking about the white one I had. Ooh, oh, we fucked up at Harvey's, Harvey's crib. With the Harvey's barbecue. Yeah. First thing I asked him was why. <laughs> but we got hella stories. Like, that's why? crazy. But yeah, because he, he was stupid. He yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bought a white hat. And this set it on the table we were eating at. <laughs> I was like, like, for what? <laughs> he just literally set it down next to his plate. <laughs> Alright, cool. Yeah, I know. Yep. A better. Yep. I Bill just, got finished. Next, you know, everybody look over like, oh, <laughs> he's salty. I had just started getting money for the first time. I didn't know no better. That's when you know. Yeah, you get money. You find your first, my first white hat. <laughs> Think you balling? I saw some shit that was like, remember when you was in high school? And you get that motherfucking paycheck for $250 and you think you bought the nigga. What? Crazy. You ain't got no bills? Every week? $250? No bills. Yo, we had a bad black and white habit. That's exactly where you're going. All that disposable income. Get to Arizona. <laughs> we was working in the city building when we were like 18. Yeah. Fresh out of high school. Right. Making like fresh 16, out of high school. 17 dollars an hour, dog. Well, I was working in the city building. He had to work for the police department in like no. the basement. I was working for the income tax department, but in the records building, which was abandoned. <laughs> he said, I'm by himself. I got me a girl with me. We just copied some of the computer talking shit. It was in a <laughs> basement. It, it was me and this white dude, and the white dude left like halfway through. So it was just me outside in like... That summer was hot. 90 to oh, like man. 100 degree weather. There was no AC in there. Man. And I was just supposed to be cataloging these records into this computer. And I thought, at times I was like hallucinating. <laughs> Heat just fucking with you. Like, not not sure if like I heard people like coming in or not. Or, dog, I'm watching movies. <laughs> I'm talking to this girl. He's, I bring my food back. I'm, like, I'm chilling. He's having, he's having like snacks. Dog, and, like, I'm chilling. Out of he had a little like girlfriend and shit. And I was just like chilling. having the exact opposite experience. Chilling. Get paid the same amount. Sitting there living. And they get tired when he get off of work. I'm chilling. 
Uh, one twenty. Okay. Yeah, it's fun time, bro. Fun time. Yeah, man. We we do got a lot of stories. Dog. Just thinking about it now. Just just like yeah, that's that's really cool. I'm really glad that it it really has uh, made me proud to see how well you guys have done with this mm-hmm. this podcast and that you've been able to keep it going. Oh, I appreciate it. This uh, is because you guys were like before the wave. Hmm. Yeah. Like now, it's like everybody has a podcast. Man, yeah. dog, everybody. Like, yeah, I've been doing it. Um, I remember you and Kyle had one. We had one back in like twenty. Yeah, because Because that's when I was like, oh, anybody can start a podcast. Yeah. Because I was listening. To, I, uh, we should listen to that. The reason we had to stop was uh, I went to England, and the time difference was just <laughs> <laughs> crazy, man. <laughs> But nah, but this has definitely been something I'm low-key passionate about. I have fun with it. And, yeah, it's just, nothing to give me the time just to kick with people. Yeah. Like, and especially, and one thing I've noticed, especially going out places, is like, it gives me a reason to talk to people who I think are doing like dope things. So it's like, it's it's always going to be a foot in the door. Yeah, that's, that's cool. And I get a lot out of it, definitely. It's hard for me to bring up I got a podcast with other people. Like, it's, I can't find like the timing. It's like double dutch. You feel me? Like, like, and that's why I got a podcast. Like, you, know I mean? you can't just jump at it. And you gotta be like, cool about it. And that's why, like, the events we go to, I've, I've never really had to say like I, I have a double podcast. It's been like somebody we've had on. Like, hey, have you met this person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That would have. I was talking to somebody about that. They was like, you have to have a significant other with you. They said it's more comfortable because they'll bring it up more than like you know I mean, they'll shop it before you will. Yeah, and then that you happens go all the time. You have, right. you have a buffer. So everybody is yeah. thirsty. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know, he does that. I'm like, oh yeah. Look, every, just in the conversation. Everybody needs a hype man. You know, you gotta have mm-hmm. a hype. It, it's a rare sort of person that can like organically uh, insert themselves into <laughs> into mm-hmm. conversations. For real. So yo, check out my mixtape. Especially for like, yeah, for selfish reasons. You know what I mean? Not even just for selfish, but just but you, for your reasons. What you uh, kind of have to internalize is that you have to rep- approach it from a relationship basis first. Mm-hmm. And then veer it either into the professional or the personal realm, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's why we get the reception we do. Yeah. Because like, man, that's really all this podcast is because a lot of the interviews we do is like our first time meeting the person and like, yeah, to be able to hear the relationship build. Like, I love that shit. And like, social anxiety aside, you guys are both very uh, charismatic people and you've always had like really diverse friend groups. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just like, it. Mm -hmm. it's a really useful skill to be the dude that everybody fucks with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, facts. Very true. I saw Richie not so long ago, bro. Oh, right. <laughs> How is he? He uh, he's Richard. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> he does. He does. <laughs> <laughs> he says, like, say less. <laughs> Let yeah. him know everything he needed to know. Uh, that, that that's one. like that's our brother. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. To to like the end of the day, Man. but he is a a a definitely a character. Mm-hmm. A character. Have we, talk, have we talked to Harvey lately? Yeah. Nah, man. My dad always asked me about him, but man, I haven't talked to him same. in some years. Because I think I'm going on like two years. I've usually been able to make contact, but I haven't lately. I realized our family was close when our, my dad would go out to D.C. and hit up his dad for like dinner or some shit. 
I'm like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. we've been around for a while. Dude. Yeah. To the, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. My, my shit like that started my dad, happening. My dad really likes your dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people do it. I don't understand it, dog. Like, I never get it. I don't, I don't, know, I don't know if it's as, as like reciprocal, but like my dad is definitely a big fan of yours. He oh no, he definitely talk, brings up your name and shit yeah. all the time. And like, <laughs> you know, I saw Mr. Stowe when I was alive. <laughs> like, oh yeah, what? Your, your dad would always call me, uh, uh, he's the the kid who always got uh, Beaver in trouble on Leave It to Beaver. Eddie something. Oh, Eddie. Uh, fuck. I know exactly. Yeah. Hell yeah. He would ask you how much money you have. <laughs> His response would be enough. And because he felt some type of way, he would ask me how much money I have. And I try to use the same. He'd be like, nah. <laughs> so now you live here. Yeah. <laughs> nah, you got to answer the question. <laughs> That's my life. That's my life. One thing I'll always remember about your dad. Your dad would never let us sit on the couch. <laughs> nah. You unless, just go my side. Unless we had just come out of the shower. We could not sit on any of the furniture. Hell yeah. Dad was not going for that shit. He ain't putting that stank in the furniture. Because <laughs> we'll go out like ride and shit and chill. Like, but as an adult, I understand all that yeah. shit now. Yeah. And you go play ball. Yeah, as an adult, you look yeah. at it like, hey, I don't know. You're not about to get on that on shit. Right. Nah, I, I, I do. Crazy? I do. And we we were a, a stinky pair. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. It smelled terrible. Of course, you're not putting on the couch. Really, they didn't want us to live room. Like, as soon mm-hmm. as we came in, it's like, all right, one person in the shower, one person <laughs> waiting like, nigga. Yeah. But my parents would be the late people that make us go to church after my birthday party, like the sleepover shit. Mm-hmm. Next morning, everybody going to church. He mountain dude up, so he fall asleep in Sunday school. <laughs> oh, I'm crashed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crashed. I, I stayed sleeping in church. Oh, God. Oh, man. I, was, uh, I, I, I have not found a church that I can't fall asleep in. <laughs> They just put, you put me to the test. <laughs> Any country, religion, <laughs> challenge accepted. <laughs> Standing oh, up, sitting down. Word. You will find some time. I will find a way. Just raise yes. your hand and say amen and you get to go. Hey, Graham. Yes, Lord. Just a well. <laughs> my, my, uh. I grew up in the church. My dad is a, a minister. Mm-hmm. My mom used to like direct the choir, but like not my jam. I feel like a motherfucking heathen. I think that's what happens, man. Like, when not, like you just, I'm not, I'm not a heathen. <laughs> no, nah, when you get like force fed that shit all the time, I feel like you just go away from. You know what I mean? Heathens made up the majority of the world. Christians started killing them all. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that some shit? Yeah, oh, this oh you don't crazy. believe in us? Swords. Say less. Who says? That's crazy. Get down and lay down. <laughs> for real, for real. Who <laughs> said the people get hey, down and lay down? Hey, you want to fuck with Jesus? Nah, say less. Niggas put up like beats. Like, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not dismissive of anyone's beliefs but mm-hmm. do not try to ram it down my throat man mm-hmm. I feel like that's what they did at like Liberty and shit the whole but time we, went to, oh, yeah. we also went to a Christian just, school we went to a real Christian school <laughs> dog and like okay there's a problem when all the Christian schools get their books from the same fucking publisher mm-hmm. yo but that publisher was nice though that back of books that shit was strong <laughs> outside of the bible shit I'm gonna talk about like you know 
I mean, the math, English. But, like, I didn't learn about, like, evolution and shit until At I went home. to public school. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. They and then, like, so, like, then I was, like, sheltered. Mm-hmm. Well, damn, like, I had to take the remedial biology. I'm, like, <laughs> reading ahead in the book, like, really? <laughs> this is how it happened? So Jesus ain't do none of this? <laughs> <laughs> damn. Plagiarize. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that was like a shock, and I, I told I told my parents that I was like, you know, like in a lot of ways that was a good environment for me, but in that particular way, I I was really stunted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you. I feel like you got to ease us in. That's a problem with public school. They don't. It's no easing it or anything. Nah. It's just, and when I went to yeah. Maryland, I definitely got pushed in the deep end of the pool. Yeah. See, I went from an all boys Catholic school to a co-ed school in suburban Maryland. We had diplomat kids. We had kids from like DC who would commute to the school. Some rich ass friends. Like yeah, and we had like going out there too. There was one part I'd never forget. And you're like, you had to go. It's like a half mile driveway. What it felt like to get to (laughs) this house, and it is just everybody outside chilling. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? It's a pool, but it's covered up, so niggas just walking around and shit. Niggas downstairs making jungle juice. You had some people upstairs. It's with, an American pie party. Dog, it was going. Yeah. And I'm like, uncomfortable, because I've never been around this many white people and shit, like just one area, partying up. It was different. And you know what I'll say about growing up in that area? Because It's so diverse, and because all of those kids grew up together, the racial dynamics really don't exist in the same way. There's definitely, like, a class dynamic kind of going on at times, Mm -hmm. but really, really accepting. So much so that, like, I was really off-put coming to Ohio State, (laughs) because it is so black and white here, Mm -hmm. and mainly white. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I realized that, like, this newfound, like, freedom I had been enjoying wasn't necessarily going to extend here in every situation. And thankfully, I never found myself in anyone that was too compromising. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there were some dicey ones, definitely. And some times when, like, you walk in and all eyes are on you. Oh, yeah. I went to Kent State, bro. Say less. And they're just, <laughs> you can tell. They're just waiting on you to fuck up. Say mm-hmm. less. So I say, when you're the only black kid in class, you can't miss a class. Because you're real noticeable. Yeah. Oh, we didn't I see you yesterday. Don't be scared. Bro. I'm cool. I'm Don't good. I'm working. So you mentioned you had already written two. You got something else in the works? Um, sort of. Yeah, sort of. It's been in the works for a long time. I don't. I don't know. I really don't feel that same drive that I felt at the time. Don't force it. Yeah. So I'm I'm trying not to force it, but at the same time. I know that when it's time, it'll come back. Like, it, it never dies. It just changes. You, you get different inspiration. Um, your style changes. It might not even be poetry anymore. It makes sense. Energy cannot be destroyed. It can just be redistributed from one party to the next. Okay, okay. So, where we at on time there, DJ? Uh, 134. 134. You gentlemen ready to rap? Probably 115 in post. Y'all got anything coming up this week? Any... Um, which I've been listening to. Any, you know. Oh yeah, Pastor Ox, what you listen? Ooh, that new Brent Fires project. Listen, that love it. That fucked the world. And that new Royce the Fire. That's, a, that's a I allegory. Brent, Brent Fires. 
D- DC over everybody. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. He goes. He goes in on that. That joint nice. always dog. That Maybe that fuck the world project is like wow, wow. So yeah, Brent Fires is my ox of the week. I guess the uh, the pick of the week of that shit would be fuck the world. The song that. Oh no no no, been away. Yeah, been away. Yeah yeah, that's the one. My my top album from last week was uh, Phases 2 by Arn Ray. If you're looking for some smooth R&B joints. Okay. What's the name? Uh, Phases 2. Okay. By Arn Ray. Okay. This is A-R-I-N? Yeah. Oh, the from, yeah. yeah. from Canton, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I believe so. For me, I've been taking it back. I'm at that forever today, Big Crit, Temptation. That's what's been getting me out of bed in the morning. Mm. Yeah, that... Oh, I had that on the mixes for a minute. Like, and it, it never leaves. It always ends up coming back. And it's so always. cold. It's so cold. Yeah. And then, like, I feel that in my soul. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, whatever it is I'm doing, I'm about to level it up. Like, I'm about to open up this episode with a podcast that's all. Because it's been... I figured you guys wouldn't mind. Yeah. Definitely, that, man. Get that. That's yeah. my shit. So, uh, where can they find your work besides the show notes and the, the links in the bio? Uh, my, my stuff is on Allegedly. Medium, uh, also <coughs> Amazon and uh, Apple Books. They've been they've been calling for the paperbacks, but I, I don't know. Book money isn't what it used to be. That's all I'll say about <laughs> it. That's real. That is real. I feel. But one one day I'll I'll get paper copies. One day. Okay. Okay. All right, fellas, we got anything else we're going to leave our listeners with? What you got coming up this week? What I got coming up this week, yeah, more the same, baby. You know what I'm saying? Trying to make a habit out of the uh, the healthy. You know, that's about You out here? What, what, your, what your females looking like? What's your, what, what what's your rotation? Yeah, where they, where the concubines? <laughs> <laughs> he <laughs> said the concubines. Where they at, yo? Well, you know, I got I got one. Oh. I'm, uh, that's the second time that blood drop. <laughs> that shit too heavy? Is <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> blood too much, niggas. Like, I, um, I got one of them rocking with heavy. Um, okay. Oh, you try to you try to settle down. Things is good. We gonna we gonna see how it go. We playing oh, it. You know, we playing shit. it. Nice. Playing right. it by you. Go ahead. Um, I wish. Yeah. Not nah, motherfuckers eliminated themselves, so it made my job a whole lot easier. I'm gonna settle down. Shout out to the two years, years, two years last week. No, I just want to settle down. Just want to chill, man. But I had my two year anniversary last week. Just want to get that on wax. That that happened. Shout out to the shout out to the shout out to yeah. <laughs> She's still dusty. Yeah. Man, dog. But, uh, I be telling him every time I come here, clean up a little bit more. Okay. He don't. He don't. Not at all. He don't. Not it was a cup of utensils in a Batman cup. I'm guessing that's that's yours. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Right yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm assuming that's yours. I'm gonna edit all this out. Yeah, so yeah. clean this shit up. Yeah. yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys for coming through it yes. every week. Um, again, you can follow us at No Glow Podcast. All that, all that. Um, I do got two cameras, so visuals coming soon. Ooh, okay. Okay. Uh-huh. You got to see our faces. Um, yeah. That way you can recognize me. Yeah. So uh, going to Paris in May, so there it is. Should have brought those cameras today. Oh God! Yeah, it's nice yeah. as shit outside. Yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah. I got I got my sugar look going on. Here's what I take this. You like the baby? How you feel about the baby? 
Ooh, see, he been in rotation a lot for me lately. I, I do. So I, 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 I like him begrudgingly. I think mm-hmm. like it does not, but like it's not. The beats aren't that complex. His rhymes definitely are. Mm-hmm. I think he's 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 witty. He reminds me of like the Ludacris era rappers, yeah. which I like. And he's from Charlotte, uh, mm-hmm. which I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause your whole family. Yeah, North Carolina. Hey, they same got, here, they, baby. There it is. Blood, like there it is. I was block. born in Raleigh, <laughs> bro. I was born in Rock. They got like a whole block Small of houses. Like, yeah, that's my, <laughs> my cousin. And we a yeah. whole block of houses in this little cul-de-sac. Yeah. Fucked up my white New Balance with that red clay. I try to play volleyball. <laughs> shit. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> shit up, bro. If you knew better, you knew better. You knew better. Hell you knew yeah, better, I came. Yeah, all that. Man. We went to the beach and all that shit. And your mom like six three, so that my f- legs was hurting. My nigga, trying to sit behind her. Oh my god. I like 6'3". <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's an exaggeration. Yeah. She was like 5'11", though. No, she, oh, how tall is she? She's like 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, five, I feel like she's taller than that. Maybe I was just really short. I was about to say, you might when be I was, short. Yeah, I bet if I come around now, I'd be like, oh, yeah. But she was always so tall to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, my parents have always been like larger than life. Man. Man. I'm just always been oh, short, God. so that's how my dad was. I was, born, born, my dad in my I was born big, baby. Yeah. In, my, in my genetics, yeah, everything big to me. Man, All right. pause. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I ain't gonna say. It. I wasn't gonna make eye contact with this after you said it. Like, like I look out. Wait, you know it. Wait, you know it. Wait, you know it. Call it. Hold up. Oh shit! I feel like we can wrap here. So just like that. This shit not hitting. <laughs> we gone. <laughs>